This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. This episode in our application mini-series is all about assessment centres. So let's turn over to Kerry and Simon for more. So Simon, assessment centres. Assessment centres give individuals an opportunity to demonstrate a whole range of skills. They are now more and more, as we all know, um, being held virtually as well. So typically, they would be face-to-face. They'd bring together small groups of of people um, for anything up to, you know, a day, really, realistically, um, and and have a whole series of different types of exercises. So they might be case study exercises um, where they're given a piece of information that they have to digest and then um, answer some questions about. Fairly similar to a situational judgment approach, actually. Um, so they're looking for how you would ap- approach a particular situation, what decisions you'd make, what kind of judgments you'd make. Yeah, it's a role play type exercises where you're asked to assume a particular role persona. Uh, that could be part of a group exercise, a larger group exercise, which typically means you're working with other candidates. Um, you're set a task and you're asked to achieve an outcome or come to a particular decision. Um, potentially, it might culminate in a presentation that you have to do at the end of it as a group. Um, typically, you would have some kind of interview as part of the assessment centre as well. Um, and, and they may well even have um, some of the, the tests that we've talked about in our um, previous podcasts around you know, ability, personality, SJTs, etc. So it's a real blend of assessments. But they also are used to allow you um, an opportunity to really get to know the firm a lot better because you get to meet a lot of people during an assessment day, whether that's face to face or in in the virtual environment. Um, There's normally, you know, some level of presentation, there's a tour around the office if it is in person, um, or it could be a virtual tour, <laughs> um, a Q&A with, with um, individuals as well as part of the organisation to give you an opportunity to really explore. And assessment centres tend to be towards the back end of, of, an, of a process as well, because um, quite frankly, there's a lot of investment that employers put into these assessment centres. So they really want to make sure that they've got um, people at those days have got the best chance of getting a role at the end of it. Yeah, I think that would be the point I'd uh, kick off with on, on this one, Kerry, which is that for the um, assessment days, what you've got to remember is because it's typically the last stage of the process, there might be a further interview afterwards, but it's usually the last stage. You've done so well to get to this point. Yeah. You know, you really are probably in the last few couple of percent of all the applications that they've had right at the beginning. So you've done really well to get to this point. They clearly have seen things in you, heard things from you that they really like. Um, And what they're seeking to do through the assessment centre is, because you may have to date have done an application form and a video interview or a telephone. So you'll have have talked about your skills and your competencies and your values. What they're looking to do through the multiple things they ask you to do through the day. is demonstrate them. So they want to see them in action. So they want to see you working well in a team. They want to see you, um, you know, uh, uh, how you actually deal with the situation that's, you know, that's dropped on you in a case study. So it, it really gives them a chance to, to, to see it all in action. But the 
key thing really I think is drum is done really well to get to that stage and you have every right to be at that point so in terms of because it is pretty daunting going to an assessment day so go in with that knowledge because that will help with your confidence mm. I, I think Kerry also made a really good point you're going to meet lots of people take the opportunity to talk to them and again ask some questions find out well we talked about this in earlier podcasts this whole application recruitment journey is a two-way street so use it as a chance to talk to so again think about what questions might i want to ask if i get a chance to meet a senior employer um you know or if there's a q a session and i get a chance to ask some questions what do i want to ask B because that will have an impact you know, if you're asking good, smart questions and you're being proactive and asking and not just sitting there, not saying anything, but being proactive, I think that that's, um, would be another tip. And the other tip I'd give you, and it relates to the group exercise. So that's when you're together in a group and there's a number of you, uh, you know, uh, 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 on, in that activity. Um, don't be loud and think that that is good. Um, don't try and dominate and take over because they think they need future leaders. So that means I need to shout the loudest or talk over other people. Actually, in that group exercise, more often what they are looking for is that kind of clarity of understanding about the task, what have you got to achieve, mm -hmm. and how you work with everyone and how you bring the best of everyone out to deliver on that task. That is much more what they're looking for. Far too often I see people thinking, oh, I've got to talk most or I've got to jump up. If it's a physical assessment, then get to the flip chart and start writing stuff down. And it, you know, don't fall into that trap. Focus on what you're trying to achieve. Involve other people. If people are being quiet, uh, other candidates on the day, you know, ask them for their view. What do they think? These are the kinds of behaviours that will stand you in, in, in good stead. Don't you think, Kerry? Yeah, absolutely right. I think that's really good advice. And and uh, again, uh, yeah, I, I, I see that a lot. And I think with with virtual assessment centres, they the firms have tended to not include a group exercise as part of that because it is much harder to assess fairly virtually um, a, a group exercise. So if you're being invited to a, a virtual assessment centre, make sure you, um, if you don't already know, find out what's going to be involved with, within that because they, they, they normally let you know um, what kind of exercises you're going to be face, facing. Um, I think virtual assessment centres as well tend to be slightly shorter than yep. face-to-face ones uh, because you yeah, just get fatigued by looking at the screens all the time. So they, they, they tend to kind of, you know, to shorten them down a little bit um and as with what we said before about video interviews you know make sure you have a bit of a test run that you've got your tech sorted and that it's all you know all working fine and that people in the household know that you're going to have the, that you know of, of an assessment center during that time to give you the best chance to allowing the, the tech to work for you um and and again you know if, if, if it includes some kind of presentation element to it practice practice how you how you sit how you hold yourself how you speak what you're looking at in terms of the camera making sure you have the eye contact etc um and, and and just yeah just practice it even if you're yeah. over calling a relative over zoom you know, practice it with them so that you get a feel and you feel much more relaxed about doing it 
Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And just actually, you can even practice it on your own. Just hearing it out loud is always different mm-hmm. to how we hear it in our heads if we just say it in our heads. But, you know, so actually say it out. I think there's two other things, uh, two tips I guess I'd share is for the assessment centres where there are interviews as well, um, try as much as you can to, to prepare different examples to the competencies that you might have uh, uh, or skills that you might have talked about earlier on in the process so again you're just showing that breadth and that variety um i mean it may be that the person doing the interview at the assessment center hasn't read that document because you know uh, someone else has um but just again that variety is important and the other really important point and i know this is something you feel really strongly about as well Kerry, is don't dwell on your mistakes yeah Things will not go perfectly in every activity, everything that goes on, and that's okay. Most well put together assessment centers give you two opportunities to demonstrate the strengths or the skills or the competencies that they're looking for. So if you don't quite nail it in one, don't dwell on it, because you'll you'll almost certainly have another opportunity through another activity to demonstrate that skill, that competency, that strength, that value that they are looking for. you know don't dwell on it Mm. you learn from it reflect on it and think about how you're going to improve going forward would be my uh with my take uh, my takeaway tip yeah fantastic now i've I've got sort of three three little things that in in my mind just to relay one is there's not a huge amount of prep that you can do for assessment centers because you're not really going to know um what's going to be in front of you apart from being aware of what you have already said <laughs> whether that's on your cv your application form or what you've covered in your interview so that you are if you, if you are consistent um but also that you know which areas you've already covered and like you said simon that you don't then duplicate that um you new new ideas and thoughts there um i think coming to it with fresh eyes so get a good night's sleep um, they can be quite tiring you know it's a long it's a long time whether it's virtually or in person to to be in you know being viewed and being observed and and it and it's and it's an anxious can be quite an anxious time so get get a good night's sleep um yeah the night before um plan your journey know know that you um can get them plenty of time if you are traveling somewhere to get there um and like i say get get onto the platform sooner than the start time so that you are ready to go when it kicks off uh, rather than trying to connect and then risking um, connection issues as well. Um, yeah, have a good breakfast, uh, avoid too much alcohol the night before. In fact, avoid alcohol the night before. <laughs> um, and, and, and yeah, just, just try to kind of keep calm and breathe um, as you go through the day, but seek opportunities I think my my last big tip is seek opportunities with everybody that you speak to, every interaction that you have to really find out about the organisation. And because it is it is a two way thing, this, you know, this is about you as well, understanding the organisation. Is it right for you? And the assessment day is is the best opportunity, aside from a work experience programme at that organisation the best opportunity to really get that insight um, as to what they're really about. And you meet a whole range of people as part of that experience. So asking the same question to different people and seeing 
what answers come out, I think is a, is a, is a good way of really understanding it. We also talk about this and, and sort of the art of networking um, in uh, one of our previous podcasts. So well worth listening to that. Um, and, and you know what, while you're at it, subscribe. Subscribe to our um, whole series and then you'll be prompted when we release new podcasts.